these are passages that you and I have briefly discussed before. In particular, Ezekiel 18, 24, 25, 26 says, But when a righteous one turns away from his righteousness and does unrighteousness, according to all the abominations that the wrong one has done, shall he live? For all his righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered. For his trespass which he has committed, and for his sin which he has committed, for them he shall die. And you said, The way of Jehovah is not right. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way not right? Is it not your ways that are not right? When a righteous one turns away from his righteousness and does unrighteousness, and he dies in it, it is because of his unrighteousness which he has done that he dies. Now, uh, Ezekiel thirty-three, twelve and 13 says, And you, O son of man, say to the children of your people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. And for the wrongness of the wrong, uh, he shall not stumble because of it, in the day that he turns from his wrong. And the righteous shall not be able to live because of his righteousness in the day that he sins. When I say to the righteous that he shall live, and he has trusted in his righteousness and shall do unrighteousness, none of his righteousness shall be remembered, but because of his unrighteousness that he has done, he shall die. It goes on to say in verse 18, when righteous turns from his righteousness and does unrighteousness, he shall die because of it. Can we have your thoughts in regards to these passages? Sure. I can tell you what I understand from Ezekiel 18 and 33. Please. In verse 25 of Ezekiel 18, I think is a really powerful verse. It's not always, it's usually not translated exactly because it, it uses, it, it uses a, a term that, that's hard to understand. What it literally says in verse 25, it says, and you say, the way of the Lord is not, um, and I think you said in your translation is not right, some have mm. not fair, but it literally says it is not weighed. Now what that means is not weighed, the word yitachen is to weigh something in a balance. And what they were saying is, what are you talking about? I lived my whole life as a righteous man and I, and I turned to sin in the last years of my life and, and, and what do you mean? All my righteous deeds should outweigh that, that little bad that I did at the end of my life. Uh, it sounds to me like what you're saying is the way of the Lord is not weighed. Mm. And what the conception they had is that, and this comes from actually ancient Egypt, but it's alive today in rabbinical Judaism, at least in certain forms of it, and in certain forms of Catholic thinking, mm. that when you die and you, you go to the afterlife, um, you are you're, all your good deeds are weighed against all your bad deeds, and whatever weighs more, that's what you're judged as. And God is saying that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. It's about having a relationship with God. Right. And if you uh, maintain that relationship, in righteousness, then you know, then you're judged for good. And if you if you go away from the path and you abandon God, then you are judged for bad. And and you could literally live, you know, um, a hundred ninety. You know, I say a, per, a person uh, should live to be 120. Traditionally, and if a person lives 119 years as a sinner, but then the last year of his life turns to righteousness, according to Ezekiel, his sin of 119 years is not remembered. And so they were right. The way of Jehovah, the way of the Lord, is not weighed. It is not uh, equal and, and fair in the sense that they're thinking, where, you know, all of our actions are way, you know, calculated. Mm. And it's interesting, some of the rabbis talk about how, you know, some actions are worth more than others. You get brownie points for certain things, and, mm, sure. and certain things are prorated. <laughs> mm. And uh, it's what we're being told here in Ezekiel is it doesn't work that way. It's about maintaining that relationship with God, not about adding up your brownie points versus your, you know, demerits and saying, you know, where do I stand? It's about being, living a righteous lifestyle and walking with God in humility. Right. Is it fair to say that it is remaining faithful to the covenant that you have entered into? I, I would say that's a very accurate way to say it. I say a relationship, you know, and then we, we normally think of a relationship between a man and a woman, mm -hmm. and the man and the woman have a covenant between them. 
And it's exactly like that, I think, with God, that we have to maintain that relationship and be faithful to the relationship. It talks about that. It talks about, you know, what they usually translate in English as faith in the Tanakh, emunah. Emunah is actually faithfulness. Faithfulness, yeah. Um, it's, it's not just blindly believing in something. It's carrying out that belief through your actions. If you believe in God and you, and you love him, then you will express that through your actions. Brilliant. Obviously, I think also the King James, uh, talking about English translations, I believe the King mm-hmm. James uses the term equal. The mm-hmm. way of Yehovah is not equal. Here now, O oh, Yisrael, uh, my ways are not equal. Is it not your ways that are not equal? They're not right? All right. And, and, it, and the word Yitachin literally means weight and balance. So you translate it. Um, and you said uh, the way of the Lord is not weighed in the balance. Listen to, uh, now, O house of Israel, are my ways not weighed in the balance? Is it not your ways that are not weighed in the balance? And what he's saying is, it's true, I don't weigh things in the balance, but you're not, you're not honest. Mm. You know, that was one of the accusations of the prophets, that they would um, have um, unjust weights and measures, mm. uh, literally. Yeah. Meaning that you would come to buy something and, and they, would, uh, they would take <laughs> the weight that would benefit them, and then they, and they, when you were selling something, they'd use a different weight. Right. Um, so he's saying, it's true, my ways aren't weighed, but neither are yours. Right, fair enough. Can I ask oh, yeah. you then, uh, I mean, yes. would you understand, uh, in your own opinion, that these verses carry an eternal connotation and and the reason why i ask that is because we also read out uh, a particular verse that seems to allude to that and that is first chronicles 28 verse 9 which says as for you my son uh, solomon know the elohim of your father and serve him with a perfect heart and with a pleasing life a yehovah searches all hearts and understands the intents of all thoughts it goes on to say if you seek him he is found by you but if you forsake him he rejects you forever. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely true. I mean, you know, it's what what it what it's saying. Um, and I think I guess you could read that and say, oh well, if, you know, if you slip up once, then you, he'll reject you forever. But it actually, it says he will abandon you forever. Um, but I think the point there is that if you if you abandon him, he's going to abandon you. Um, it's not saying you don't have the opportunity to repent. Ezekiel's talking about that situation where you do have the opportunity to repent. But if you don't repent then he will abandon you forever. That's 100% true. So it seems to me, and, and please correct me if, if, if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that it's, that it's not so much talking about slipping up, but it's talking about abandoning your faithfulness to the covenant which you have entered into. Well, when I say slipping up, I don't, I, what I mean is that, what I mean, you know, if you go out and murder someone and say, but I live, I live a righteous lifestyle, uh-huh. well, I mean, <laughs> then you don't. Yeah. Um, you know, murdering someone is kind of a pretty big deal. Sure. And, um, and in order to repent from that is not a small matter. Right. But definitely it's talking about being faithful to Yehovah and, uh, and maintaining that relationship of faithfulness. Right. And the word there, you know, Ta'azvenu means uh, you abandon him. It doesn't just mean that, you know, I um, you know, did some, you know, I don't know, minor thing. It means that I, I'm, com- I'm abandoning this relationship that I have with him. Mm. Yeah. I mean, really, both of those terms are terms of um, of a relationship between a man and uh, and his wife. So it's saying here, if you abandon him, he will neglect you. That's really a more literal translation of what what it says God will do there to you. Right. Um, and, it, and, it's, and it's really a term that, that comes from the world of uh, a man and his wife. That's what a man would do to his wife. If she abandons him, then he'll neglect her. Sure.